You're listening to Always Building. All right, welcome to the Always Building podcast. Today we've got Daniel, uh, the man, the cold email wizard, the wizard of cold email. Um, thank you for being on the podcast, man. I'm really excited to chat with you. We're already kind of diving just, you know, off, off uh, recording. We're just already diving into some interesting shit. So I want to kick it off by asking you, uh, you know, I, and I know you've been on a lot of podcasts, you know, I've, I, we, we've, we've heard a bit of the journey. I'm kind of curious to go even back a little bit further before the uh, drop shipping, before that, you know, trying to build the online businesses and kind of, you know, where does, is Daniel from, you know, what, what was your schooling background? Um, I'll just kind of like, you know, the roots of the thing and where, where you're really coming from here and, uh, and then leading up into the business shit, man. Yeah, bro. Thanks for having me on. So I grew up in Florida by Tampa and I went to, I was always selling stuff in school. I had a job, worked at a grocery store at Publix and like they're like Supreme customer support stuff. And I'll kind of like get back to that in a second. Um, awesome. and I, there were, there were dudes selling, I had this one friend that he was selling laser hair removers on ebay and he like tipped me off he's like bro go try this and i was like oh, okay yeah sure I'll, I'll i'll go try that and then as you go through and there's like other people selling stuff you start talking to those these other people one guy's like yo these shoes are selling really well like yo these um these these wristbands are selling really well on it was all it's always ebay just sourcing from aliexpress so i'll just buy all this stuff and then sell it and it's funny when you when it comes down to it it's like you want to make money you basically just sell what's already being sold so if it's like someone's if someone comes to you and says yo i'm selling a lot of these like laser hair removers well the, clearly then there's demand for laser hair removers and you probably go sell it yourself right mm -hmm. so it's yep. always like find something that's already working and just take it right so that was like through high school i went to school at florida state i have a finance degree um awesome. basically don't utilize that in any fashion whatsoever with what i do today but <laughs> I, when I was in college, I worked for Apple and I saved, I wrote down every single transaction I made throughout the entirety of college. And I saved 82% of everything I ever made ever. I graduated a year early. I told my parents, I said, Hey, I want to like try to make it with this online business thing. Like I want to, I want to take a year. I just graduated a year early. I have a bunch of money saved. I want to like have a crack at this because I was already selling stuff and I was like, Oh, I think I can do this. So diving down a bunch of rabbit holes, the first thing I did was Amazon FBA. First product I ever got on Amazon FBA. It took me like three weeks to make $7,000 profit. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Um, and then I thought I was smart. So I bought a bunch of like garbage products and ended up over time, <laughs> like the entirety of that venture, I ended up making like $0. I yeah. basically broke even, right? So... This is about the point when like Ty Lopez was getting big and like selling a lot of his like particularly his social media marketing course. I bought that and I was like, oh, bet, like let's do this. So I started going to a bunch of local businesses selling uh, lead generation through Facebook ads and kind of like email flows in the back end, just like learning, going through learning all this tech, like learning clip funnels, learning like many chat um, for mm -hmm. Facebook Messenger automation and mm -hmm. um, convert kit get responses like email sending platforms and whatnot so oh yeah worked with three med spas worked with a nightclub i worked with an accounting firm and i worked with two real estate agents and you could see like oh you're not niche down you're just working with anybody and everybody right um so i was doing that for a while i was making pretty good money with it probably like 
probably like four thousand, five thousand a month. Not like astronomical money, but I was at a bar one time and with one of my friends, and he comes up and he he's showing me these pictures of these these dudes in like Arizona or some shit. They were running an Instagram growth agency and they were making like a, a shit ton of money. And they each have like a hundred thousand followers and whatnot. And they're like driving nice cars, like Range Rovers and whatnot. I'm like, oh, well, I'm just gonna go copy this. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what I did. I I had to figure out, okay, well, first, how are you getting the clients' results? How are you getting people Instagram followers? And this is back in the day when the activity page on Instagram was still there. So if you, if you follow them, you're in the activity page, you're just following a ton of people. So I'm like, oh, you're right. doing follow one follow. So how do I learn that? I ended up buying this one guy's course, uh, Aaron Ward. And he taught you how to do it with this program called Jarvie. You've probably used Jarvie in the past. Um, yeah. So what I did was I looked at these guys' website. I did some test runs myself to grow some pages, and it worked. So I knew how to do it at this point. So I looked at their page. They had six testimonials. There were case studies. There were before and after pictures of people who gained a bunch of followers. So I cold emailed a bunch of people from Instagram. I picked a niche. It was fitness coaches. And what's particularly great about Instagram is a lot of people just put their email on the email button on Instagram. So you can just easily get it. So that's when I started. I built that whole business from cold email. I built the page on ClickFunnels. And I wanted to be a little different than these guys. I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to make sure my churn was low. So I learned how to use ClickFunnels and how to do email lists, how to do all this stuff. So when they became a client, I put them in a members area with a bunch of videos that taught them how to do all this stuff. So it was like you got access to a course too. And I was trying to convert them from, hey, you're just trying, you came in here just under the impression that you want followers, but you should learn how to make money. Right. And it was through yeah. the act of teaching them how to also make money that made the churn so low. Almost nobody churned. It was like less than 5%. And at the peak of that, I had 76 people who were working with me. And the max month was like 11,000 something profit, something like that. Um, and then one day, Instagram changes an algorithm. You can't do follow, unfollow anymore. So I'm like, oh shit, whole business destroyed. But then I'm like, well, I just learned how to build this whole business with cold emails. So let me do some inception here. Let me go sell cold email as a service to marketing agencies that are exactly like me who are selling different things. So then you go into that. And then cold email wizard comes out of that. And then all the software apps come out of that. Amazing, man. Amazing. Yeah, no, this is this is great stuff. I think uh, there's a couple of things that I'd like to zoom in on. One, one is uh, when you started out with the local businesses, uh, a, la, a la Ty Lopez, uh, the great Ty Lopez. Um, <laughs> Niching down, man. Um, sounds like you kind of started just kind of going after anything. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on sort of like, do you do you regret that that strategy in 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 retrospect? Like in retrospect, everything becomes clearer, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel about you doing that? And for people that are listening that are just getting going, like you know, everyone's like niche down, niche down, niche down. And you know, I know you probably get the same questions where a lot of people are like. What's the best niche to choose? What the f- yep. what the fuck am I doing, right? And it's like, you know, that experience that you have when you're flipping niches. I'm kind of curious as your thoughts on that. And like, you know, was that a good place to start for you? Just getting tons of experience with different kinds of businesses and just understanding, like, wow, I like that. I don't like that. Yeah, it's. I can think back on it, and I knew the concept of niching down. Like, I knew that people like you have to niche down. You make more money when you niche down. But I was right. like, well. I don't know what niche to do. So I'm just going to go do a bunch of ones and see which one works in retrospect. What you obviously are like, Oh, I should have just picked one and only did one. But 
from the perspective of a beginner, it's like you don't have just sufficient experience enough to, there are always, you'll have that, the grass is greener on the other side. You didn't firsthand experience why you shouldn't do that, work with everyone. Yeah. And it, I'm the kind of dude who's like, all right, yeah, I'll listen to what you're saying, but I want to like go see for myself too. That's how a lot of people are too. It's like, what? Well, I I think that's the only way that it really works, to be honest with you. you know, I think there's there's courses where it's the blueprint to, to something. You know, I, it's what I respect a lot about your course is that it's very it seems to be very focused on people that it's how to do cold email. It's not how to it's not the exact footprint journey that you're like follow. Right. Like the whole yeah. thing, because there's no way to do that. There's no way to teach that. Anyone that that teach that says they can teach that, I, I believe personally, it's like, uh, dude, everybody's got to stumble and fall. Right. Yeah. So. And it's 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 funny because. Like when we talk about that, like if you go, like I'm sure, I, I think you went through my course, but it's like, it's here's how to do cold email. Like you already need something to sell, right? Like you need to have an offer yep. to sell already. And if you have a good offer and you like do the principles of like this cold email thing, there's an astronomical probability that it's going to work. Like exactly. almost always it works given you have a good offer, right? And I used to have another course and it was get paid sending cold emails, right? It was like how to make a cold email agent. I think, I think Andre did that and that's how he like got into it. I remember, I remember Andre like way back in the day, I think he, like a year ago, I think he's been like messaging and interacting on Twitter and whatnot and telegram. But, um, what happened was it was so cheap. I made it so cheap. It was like $50 or something. A bunch of people bought it. And then everyone starts doing that and i hadn't like fully conceptualized like just the sheer force of like i think at the time i had like maybe like five thousand six thousand twitter followers but like the sheer yeah. force that can bring like if a hundred people do that it's like dude that's a lot of people selling the same thing to the same niche it's just really annoying because if you tell someone hey i sell this to this niche they just instantaneously copy it exactly with zero deviations whatsoever right so it's like at the point where there were two what would happen is people would buy that course and then they would like talk to me as if their livelihood depended on me and it was like my personal responsibility to make sure that their business would work from a 50 dollars course so i was like no we're not doing this game i'm removing that course entirely we're not selling that anymore again ever and it's just cold email mastery it's great to hear. That's great to hear, actually, because it's yeah, that's uh, it's it, there's there's a fine line between those things. One thing I want to ask you real quick that just kind of came up in my head when you were saying that was uh, cold email for market research. Have you because you know also you know you got these guys. Obviously, they don't. I think when you're when you're a beginner, you don't know what a good offer is quite yet, right? I mean, you may. I, it depends on your experience. You know what I mean. Some guys you know, started in sales jobs. Maybe they have a better idea. They got other guys that kind of like hot, hot out of school. Like I don't know anything about anything i'm just like living in mom's house like what the fuck is a good offer uh but uh but cold email for market research i talked to a guy recently and he was running an agency where they slam out like fifty thousand emails a month to several different niches and just like do this massive market research shit with cold email and i thought that was really interesting like as an application no good offer really maybe there's a good offer on the back end but just kind of seeing what sticks man it's kind of interesting huh yeah that is interesting because if you look at we did a poll we have a telegram channel we did a poll and it was mm -hmm. is what's your biggest problem right now and it was the options were finding a good offer getting mm -hmm. leads sales calls and fulfillment and i think it was like 82 percent 
or some shit that were finding a good offer. Right. And if you, it's, it's very interesting. Like if you're on Twitter and you see like all these people, like this guy's making money with this agency and this guy's making money with this agency. But like in retrospect, when you kind of look at it, it's like, assume like the money Twitter sphere is probably like 250,000 people or something like that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like, there's like 50 people running a big business, like straight, yeah. like 50. 50 yep. to 100 and that's it so it's all all of the money is so absolutely categorized in such a small proportion of people and so many people step one is very interesting people talk about why are there no client fulfillment courses why is it why is it never client success courses because it's like <laughs> that market is like one percent or yeah. less of what is there right exactly so exactly try to mass sell something like that it's like the first step is making the offer and getting the leads so it's like clearly step one is going to sell more in terms of volume and then from there you have to take those people make sure they get success and send them beyond to something that increases incrementally in price absolutely and i think it's kind of funny that you say that too because i think you know the guys that that i've seen were really put their money where their mouth is on on money twitter specifically like there's a couple of guys i i you know i'm kind of blanking on the you know the handles and everything right now but uh but there's one guy and, you know, I was, I, you know, he's, he's reporting some really big numbers. It's like, it's looking great. He's got no followers. Like he's just, you know, he's just a dude in that kind of just, just on the sidelines there, but he's doing some real good numbers. He's got an agency and I go and I kind of reverse engine. One time I was curious. I was like, what, what's he actually doing? I'm kind of curious to see the agency and just see what he's doing, man. It was the simplest, you know, I think this again is why there's not many courses on client fulfillment because it was the simplest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was just, it was just selling to real estate agents it was like a re or a more i'm sorry mortgage it was a mortgage play and it was just a really really good lead gen system and and kind of email marketing system for for mortgage people and dude. he had a lot of social proof it was like dude this is it doesn't need to be complicated i guess that's you know, one part of that it's, it's uh no i don't no i think his name is alex too man he's, he's another alex out there but uh Pardon? some dude just i was just talking with some dude and he was telling me he was like yeah like i do i do mortgage marketing and whatnot and like i was selling to 500 clients and he goes well just recently i like got on the phone with this like super big guy and he like loved my drive and he told me he's like i'm gonna pay you five thousand dollars plus um plus performance fees and he's like dude it's like why am i even gonna bother with these 500 guys he's like i hate working with them and it's like if you sign a 500 client and you're doing like Facebook ad lead generation for them. It's like, you're sitting here. It's like, what's their ad budget? Like $300 a month. It's a like, good walk getting anything done with yep. that. Yep. Now they're not ready to invest in themselves. But they, I mean, the guys that they have, dude, the mortgage industry was crazy, but the offer was just so simple. And their offer, man, I mean, I'll just say the offer out loud. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to mind. His, his offer was basically like, we'll get you 60 qualified, you know, appointments within three months. That's the, that was the big, that was like the big banner offer. That's getting these guys to convert like crazy. And yeah, $300 a month. These guys are probably paying $300,000 a month in ad budget, right? Some of these mortgages. I mean, I, it blew my mind where I was like, yeah, man, it's like, this is why people get stuck is just because it's so simple. It's not easy, but it's so damn simple. And people tend to overcomplicate it. I think and I'm curious. Yeah. yeah what, what are your thoughts on that, man? On the overcomplication, I simplicity was one of the notes I had simplicity and focus was one of the notes I had to talk to you about because I'm, I'm really, I do admire, man, like your, your 
fucking laser focus and simplicity. It's kind of becoming a theme on this podcast that I love to just grill people about because I just I admire it, honestly. So yeah, I'm curious what you think about that. Yeah, it's really interesting because I feel like I, I like this concept of of entrance points and and I'm gonna give you an example. So like while I was selling weed, like I was running like a full like weed gen shit. What I started to do was instead of pitching lead like a full lead generation as a service package what i would do is it's because you own list kit so it's really funny i would sell email lists right mm -hmm. and what would happen is you'd get on the phone with these people and some percent of them are going to be like well okay this sounds really cool you can scrape emails from instagram you can scrape e-commerce stores you can do all this but like what do i do with these emails right yeah. and then now you have an endpoint. oh you don't even know what to do with it so what well, you can do this i could sell you 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 this right so it's just yep. this simplicity and i could scrape anything but i found just from split testing the the most response or the most interest rate would come from scraping emails from instagram mm. that would always mm. be it I, so i would pitch hey i can scrape email addresses from instagram for you and then they get in the phone and then you could tell them about all the other things that you do. And it, I had, I had signed this one guy and he was a part of trends. Like, uh, I don't know if you know what trends is like the hustle with, uh, like my first million podcast. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's great. He, it's great. He, he told me, he's like, he posted that he could get this done and was like white labeling it back to me. And he got like, like 30 something orders in two days and i made like twelve thousand dollars or some shit in yeah. like a week and i was like holy shit this is because it was so simple it was like tell me whose followers you want to scrape here you go here's the list here's all of them right mm -hmm. and it was, it was mm -hmm. just the most simple thing ever and when you i think i i found another offer too that i'd like to talk about there was a uh, one of the email one of the like email copywriter guys he put it on twitter one time he goes i will write five emails for you um and if you don't make at least five thousand dollars it's he i think it was a percent he takes like 20 percent, and he goes if you don't make at least five thousand i get nothing mm -hmm. I'm like, oh that's that's like a kind of a good offer right there and it's just a simple oh yeah you have an email list i'll write them emails to make you more money well, and it comes back to knowing the, the ideal client. I mean, you know, the e-com is one of those things where it's so transparent that the revenue is right there, right? It's right in the dashboard. He's like watching, he like puts the email, sends it, and then he's watching the fucking numbers change. So it's like, you know, in B2B, obviously it's so much harder to do that. You can't really, like, there's like margins and things, that, but like, yeah, you just need, knowing that audience and being like, dude, I've done it before. I can push a button, make you five G's and then just give me a cut of that. It's yep. absolutely brilliant, man. And it just doesn't need to be complicated. I love what you brought up too, like it, it going from that simplicity, having a simple hook. And I know you're teaching this a lot right now. I'm kind of throwing this out in the uh, Telegram group. And I've seen you tweeting about it. Um, you know, the simple hook that's in demand, like Instagram scraping. Another example uh, is is a buddy of both of ours, uh, Alex from Closeify. You know, this, this commission closer thing right now is like, and I interviewed him on the podcast too, and it was mind blowing how much demand there is right now, you know, in the, in the world for that thing. So if you just mention that, like, I, you know, it's just a cold, a cold email where you go commission closers, <laughs> you know, like it's just that you don't even need to write a full sentence and people are like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So 
And then, so what are you going to take from there? Where, where are you going to take it from there? Maybe some people aren't ready. What are you going to offer to them? There's just all like exactly what you said, kind of leading in with that thing that already has demand and then kind of splintering that out into different offers. And I think you're, uh, you know, you're, you're a living example of how that can, that can work. It's, it's super interesting because if you look at it, it's like you have, a, you have all these other points. So like you sell list kit to a particular kind of person. You sell, mm -hmm. uh, you sell clean leads to a particular person. You sell contact econ, you sell cold email mastery to a particular person. I want to break it down real quick. Imagine there's a giant circle and within that circle is labeled people who want to make money online. Big circle, <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. And then there's a smaller circle. It's people who have decided that they're going to sell a service business to make money, an agency, mm -hmm. a freelancing, right? And then within right. that circle is people who are aware that you can get clients with cold email. And then within that circle, it's people who are actively cold emailing. And at each point, each of these people can be sold something different. So it's like, say, for instance, someone comes along and look, a, like, a, like they want to make money online. Okay. They find my Twitter profile and they're like, or they find a bunch of other people. They see agency and whatnot. So, okay, I'm going to make an agent. I want to make a service business. Now they're like, okay, now we need clients for the service business. So they get cold email mastery from me. And then they're like, oh, well, I need to write first lines for the emails. Okay. Quick lines. Like, oh, I need to, I need to scrape emails. Like, okay. Uh, scrape info to get coaches. And then they're like, and now mm -hmm. we need to send the emails. Okay, mailerize. It's like, okay, so I got some clients now, but I need to scale. And it's like, okay, client ascension, the coaching program I have with Andre. So it's like right. every single possible point that you would otherwise experience in the entirety of the journey, I am trying to have an offer for. I'm trying to fill the entire thing. This leads me right to this leads me right to one of the uh, one of the things that I that I wrote down a big note here, and I want to zoom in on this big time because I think for people that are trying to choose a niche, ah, whoa, whoa what's the need? Ah, right, like this is you're you've just laid out. It's it's not so much like obviously there's a niche involved there, but. It, it has levels to it. And the more centered you go into that, you know, it used to be the old school HubSpot, you know, kind of funnel, right? The triangular funnel. Now you're kind of looking at it like a, like a circle, which I think is even better. It's like a flywheel kind of thing that's going spiraling in. You, know, you even have some Fibonacci shit going on in there. Yeah. Who, who knows? Uh, some nature involved in this thing. But you're going more in market and more in market and more in market until you're literally like going in on that person that's like, I'm ready to invest to blow this thing up and actually like, you know, get, get to this next level and do what you're doing in another space. One of the notes I took down was marketing in public. So we got build in public and what uh, you tweeted about the other day. And I was, I, you know, it made me think about it because what you're kind of doing is like marketing in public. You're teaching people. You're not just teaching people through the courses. You're not just giving, you know, this information of how to cold email. You're actually kind of going through and marketing in public of how you're targeting the people you're targeting, who is the person ingesting that tweet is very it's kind of a meta meta marketing uh you know i i, I kind of coined it as marketing in public when i wrote the note down i was like that's kind of what he's doing so i'd love yeah what what you you may be the only one doing this a lot of people building in public not sure there's many marketing in public what's your thought process behind that how did you start doing that was that just some natural thing you just started doing because it's very strange because a lot of people you know me included i'm, I'm an older guy i'm kind of like you know like keep keeping the secrets you know a little, little bit of secrets you know like no sort of you know but I, i'm curious you know you're you're so transparent and it's kind of it's kind of cool so i'm curious yeah, yeah so just kind of chat about that for a sec <laughs> so i i it, it's probably just like a personality thing because when like i i it's 
I feel like I just wanted to, that's just who I am kind of naturally. It's, I'm, I'm extremely direct. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm thinking. And it's like, I kind of like can't hide it. I feel like I'm hiding something. It's just, I don't really want to hide it. I'm just going to tell you exactly what I'm doing. And now this has a, this has um this has a runoff effect where it's like people will see like, oh, that's really like I'll make a tweet. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do this. And the, the purpose of me doing this is to try to get you to go here and then buy this. Right. And I'll just say it. And then that's kind of interesting to them where they're like, haha, that's funny. Like, yeah. And it kind of runs off where they think like, oh, well, if I end up buying your stuff, you're probably going to be operating the exact same fashion and tell me how something is directly and not kind of sugarcoat it. Where it's like, you ever get like someone's course and it's, it's just so much nonsense. And it's like, I don't know. It's 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 a very strange way they put on this kind of like professional face, and it's not really them. And it's, I just don't like that. Yeah. I wanted to just like in videos I make. I wanted to be exactly who I am because I figured what this would do is it might repel a certain amount of people. However, the people that it pulls will really like me, and then that will have a runoff effect in that they might refer out like, hey, this guy's like actually really cool. Like I released something like, hey, I really like that guy. I really trust him. I'm going to get that. I trust it's going to be something good. So kind of like a personality thing, but I understand some people might want to like hide their stuff, but I'm kind of just like, well, whatever. I think it kind of leads me into another thing I wanted to talk to you about, about kind of uh, building a semi-personal brand also, because, uh, you know, you're, you're a quasi-personal brand. I'm not sure how to, how to say this, but you're building a brand that it, it is you, but you've got this kind of, you know, name, this sort of, uh, this, this icon, this kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're building a brand, but you're also, like, I don't know, you could exit from cold email wizard empire. It's, I mean, theoretically speaking, right? It could happen because it's not Daniel, it's cold email wizard. but um, yeah, I got kind of your thoughts on that too, because I think that that's sort of the market. So the marketing in public, uh, there's a psychological thing that you're doing there, I think, where you're kind of leading people. You're almost like plotting the steps out for them in a very kind of meta way where they're kind of like sitting going like, I like this guy because he's kind of he's not sugarcoating anything but in in fact too you're also kind of showing them hey these are this is the path like start here go here i'm gonna do this so that you end up here and it kind of it's sort of like the psychological kind of like subconscious thing where it's like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna go there i'm going there right like it's so and uh also you're talking about being super genuine uh which i think is the only marketing tactic that's going to work going into the 2030 40 50, whatever right that in into this continuum the only thing that's going to work is more genuine and more genuine um, and, and being a bit polarizing, man, it's like the best marketing technique. So your, your semi-personal brand has all these things inside of this like universe. And, um, how do you, you know, I, I assume all this happened kind of organically, like maybe it was sort of a joke. Maybe it was just kind of, you just, you just started some, cause it's also black hat wizard, which I love, which immediately I love because I'm, you know, again, I'm kind of like grew up with hackers and shit. So I kind of, you know, black hat wizard, it was, it was hilarious to me. Um, yeah, th th she can kind of ruminate a bit on that, man. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts, like just on the semi personal brand versus the personal brand in your yeah, experience. Yeah. So you ever get a cold email or some kind of marketing message from some company and it's like, we it says the word we, yes. it, it's very annoying to me because it's like, who's we? Like, are there multiple people talking to me right now? Or is it you? What's your name? Who are you? And I just hate, I hated that where it's like, 
we want to make sure you like bro shut up no it's you <laughs> like who who's talking to me right so it's like right you like any of my software apps and like you start getting like follow-up emails it's from me it's not like oh this is from contact ecom team or the clean leads team no it's from me it's from daniel right i'm talking to you you want to reply you reply to me right, right. so it's like that kind of rolled into the cold email wizard brand we're like yeah it's it's a brand but it's me there's no mm -hmm. we i'm not gonna write we i hate that it just pissed me off so yeah. i wanted to just not be one of those where it's like it's not gonna be a we and it's always in a cold email too like like if i'm writing a cold email it's it's an i i'm never putting we because i just hate that concept of seeing we i love i love that i love that and i'm curious do you know and this this may be interesting for other people too have you have you ever interacted with the guy from charm offensive have you ever heard this guy before I I bought his stuff, but I didn't go through it. But I'm on his email list, and I read cool. his emails. His emails are fucking insanely good, dude. But he kind of, you know, he's the only other guy that I can sort of say has a similar, like this semi-personal brand because it's him. He's never saying we. It's always from him. It's this thing that he's doing. But, um, but you know, it's like it's charm offensive, which is also this kind of funny, funny name. You know what I mean? Similar kind of deal. But I, I think yeah, like the, both of you guys kind of uh, resonated with me. I, you happen to both be in cold email too, so I thought that was really funny. But I was wondering if you had ever uh, seen that or interacted or talked to him before well, actually he had, but uh, he, had a, he had a really good ad that i bought it from it was the drunk code email oh yeah oh yeah it oh. is so good if you anybody listening if you have not checked that dude out too i mean there's that's something else to uh expand your horizons not everybody can pull it off i will say not everybody can pull it. i think there's people who are funny and there's people who are not funny. I, I hate to say no. there's sort of like a line there, but um, this motherfucker's funny, man. He's a he's a funny, funny it's, dude. So anyway. What I want to talk about though in regards to that is like because yeah. yeah, he might be good at cold email, but what you should really learn from him as like an exception point is he made a really good ad. So yeah. learn from the ad. He writes really yeah. good emails. Learn from what he's writing in the emails. And it's like, you look That's at right. Moody too. And it's like, you sit here and it's like, okay, yeah. Like I can show you how to get clients for your service business. Like I can do that. But you should also learn from me, like what I'm doing, like building yeah. an audience. Like you buy some of my stuff, like look at the emails you get, go to that landing page. Oh, you have yeah. to buy that. Well, what happened after you did that? Like logically, how is everything pulling together here? Like, how I am it. I cross-selling all these things and leading some person to some other thing and then another and another? You see, you, you should understand that concept because what's going to happen is you say you build a service business, which, and say you get the service business to 10,000 and 20,000 and 30,000, you guys like $50,000 a month, right? Now you, you've got like seven employees or some shit like that, mm -hmm. right? Now yeah. you, you are starting to begin to realize Cause you'll hit like 50,000, say you're, you're profiting like 30,000 a month or something like that. And it's like, okay, now you are, you might be under the impression that you hit like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Like, oh, that's enough money. It's not, you're at that point, you're gonna be like, oh, this is actually kind of like relatively easy. How could I like, just for the fuck of it, get to a hundred thousand a month without waiting yeah. another two years to get to like 25 employees? Like, and the answer is either through digital, digital products or software. And that's basically the only way you're going to get there fast. So yeah. that is the next logical progression forward for you, right? And you Absolutely. should kind of look at how other people are running those businesses, right? Because that's that's the ultimate scale right there, particularly software.
That's right. That's right. No, that's 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 wisdom right there, man. I mean, people, you, you get to that point. I mean, also, I think it's, you know, thinking from it from another perspective as well. How can I help these? I've got this audience. I'm helping them, but I'm helping them at this level. How can I help them more? Like, what what could I what can I do to, to help them more essentially like, you know, like that. And you're just gonna, things are just going to expand. So it's I think that's, uh, they'll, they'll tell yeah, you what they want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'll get those questions, man. You'll always get those questions. And, uh, yeah. So going, how about your journey on that going from agency to SAS, because I know you ran an agency, um, and, and then you were rolling. I don't know if you still run that. Are you still running the agency or you you've left that you've, you're, you're hundred percent into the game. I do one product. One okay. I work with one one thing, and I also do it for quick lines. So I help I'll help along with cool. like the quick line scripts, and then I do it with one guy. It's selling it's selling uh like loans to very high value companies. That's the only thing. Got I you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But that's more of a partnership. And and again, I think this is this transit. So agency from agency to SaaS. How how did that journey work out for you? I mean, I know you just kind of explained it in general terms, but for you, um. Was that kind of like a natural transition? I know that you hooked up with SaaSwiz and I know that, you know, there's, there's some, some different networking. Maybe we can get a little bit into the networking of it. I know that, you know, uh, I know you're not a, not, you're a non-technical founder, so to speak, as they say in the, uh, in, in hacker news or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, like that experience as a non-technical founder, cause I know there's a lot of folks out there, you know, me included that just sort of like expanded into that. I kind of have a semi-technical background. That's why I kind of like, I sort of speak the language a little bit. I got to know some JavaScript and shit, but like, as far as you going in there, it, you know, as a non-technical founder, how, how did that journey work? And, um, did you kind of feel like you were just attracting those people or were you out there really like trying to network with folks like that or kind of how, how did you make that transition yeah so the original function of like cold email mastery used to just be an ebook and the function of it was to acquire clients for the service business that was always the idea and i know a lot of because i had thought i'm like listen if i like if i'm gonna buy a course it's because i want to understand the concept and and people who would buy the service also have an interest in understanding the concept so there is right. logically going to be some percent of people who buy the course who would buy the service so i'm like it might be five percent it might be two percent but when they do convert they're going to be worth multiple thousands of dollars in ltv right yes so that was the function ebook it was like i think it was like 27 dollars or like 17 dollars or something when i first released it and it did get clients it got a lot of clients so it it did the job correctly right it fulfilled that it's a very small percent of people who did convert to a client. However, I was affiliating for some other software apps. And there was this one that kind of kicked it off for me where I had referred, I should have been getting paid like $4,000 a month from this one guy. And yes. he refused to pay the affiliate commission. And to this day, to this day, he deactivated it but he still has like he can't stop it in first promoter from the people i already acquired to this day i still get emails of people renewing like you earned a new reward right ah. and he went into first promoter and just like turned it off right and just like what the the fuck, man. yeah so ah. I, was like, I was like all right you can go fuck yourself i'm gonna replicate this so <laughs> yes. at, this, at this particular point in time uh do you know matthew pike i do yeah yeah, I don't know him was, personally, but no yeah, of them. He was selling his agency course and he's a developer. So I went with him. I was like, yo, let's like replicate this because yeah. 
like fuck this guy and he's like all right cool let's do it so we did we replicated it that's clean leads and then you just get the common questions from the same people over and over again hey i'm a i, I sell to e-commerce stores how can i scrape e-commerce stores and i'm like yeah okay contact ecom right and that one's with sasswiz and i found sasswiz um from just like interacting in like like private telegram groups that are that from twitter like people know it's better they're like hey yo you should come join this telegram group so like got you got you so so, so community kind of brought you guys together in, yeah, in a way yeah very interesting yeah mm -hmm. and so awesome, man. i, I kind of talked to him and it was like and i was like yo there's a there's like a you're a developer like there's a huge need for people who need to sell, need e-commerce leads. I know how to get them. If we could just make some kind of interface that allows them to unlock them. And he's like, oh yeah, that's easy as fuck. It'd be like 2000. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. okay, bam, we partner on that. And it's like, we release that and like, okay, now that's a business, right? And then you come to the next logical step where it's like, oh, well, we can replicate a platform for sending cold emails. Okay, bam, right? And then yep. it's like, um, with Nick Abraham and Sam Thompson on QuickLines, it's like, okay, well, people are hiring first line riders. Well, oh, okay, well, let's try to make an app to automate that. Okay, bam, did that, QuickLines, right? So it's like, it's kind of just going down the line and like, you want to make a SaaS and you're not a technical person, you should partner with someone who is already a developer and give them equity, right? You're a partner. That's, that's what Russell Bronson did. With, what's his name? Yeah. His, that's Russell Bronson doesn't code. <laughs> like, no man he's got no, the no, it's, it's deep man it's a wonderful that's that's wonderful i love i love it i love a couple of parts of that of that story just you know the 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 net the power of networking you know the power of sort of joining communities and getting involved and just you know being in these different spaces and just you and know kind of like just this this is something to touch on here too there's kind of like two categories of twitter it's kind of like a within money twitter it's like the positive guys and then like the like the douchebags and it's like, yeah, yep. some of the douchebags are like cool, but there's like a category of them who are just obnoxiously annoying. And what happens is that they just go on the timeline and like, yeah, maybe they run a business, but they're like dicks and they just talk shit to everyone. And it's like, yeah. good luck getting anyone on your side to do anything in such a fashion that I've done. It's like, yeah, yeah cool. You run your little agency and it's like, you make like 20,000, 30,000, but it's like, all right, you think you're going to get to like 150 or 200K a month by yourself? Like it's not going to happen yeah. if you're being an asshole to everyone yeah. you come across and acting like a douche. Like, Well, you know, it's funny. I think uh, Sass was mentioned something actually that I saw. I bought his course recently actually because I wanted to check that out on Explore. But he said something like uh, money Twitter is is getting too full of Redditors. <laughs> the way that he said it, like it's like people from Reddit being funneled into uh, yeah. the, the Twitterverse, which really cracked me up the way that he said it. It's like, yeah, that because that there's that. You know, you, you, I don't know if you've ever tried to market on Reddit, but good God, man, like no. you post something. Oh man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like pulling teeth, dude. You drop something. If you put a link in there, man, you're going to get this just swarm of shit. That's like self-promotion. Why are you doing this? Fuck this. You got you know, that is like, wow, man. I did a bit of it for Liskit actually. And, uh, kind of finally started to understand the mechanics of it. Like you just have to kind of get into the, okay, the mindset. Okay. Just, just take a deep breath and like figure that out. Okay. How can I add value here? But good God, it's, uh. It's that Dude. kind of person, you know, it's the Reddit person, the nine gag person or whatever that is. <laughs> Sasswiz made a post one time when we had first released Contact Ecom. And Contact Ecom, I think, made like $12,000 in the first month. And he like made a post on Reddit. 
and like I don't know entrepreneurs or some shit about how we made twelve thousand in the first month. And he showed me the comments of it, and they were all like, "No, nah, this is fake. You didn't make that. There's no way you could have did that. Who would pay for who who would pay for leads of e-commerce stores? Like you're lying. Like you're just making this up." And it's like, "Here's the Stripe screenshot. Like, what do you mean? Here's the website. Like." Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know what font Stripe is using here, dude. I didn't. I didn't uh, fudge this, man. Like, good God. Um, uh, well, I want to transition this conversation into uh, working with a, in 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 lieu of that and and contact ecom success and just how simple all this is. Because again, it just goes back to simplicity. You guys are just um, you're solving simple problems. But check it out. In my in my experience of what I'm seeing from what you guys are doing and in my own experience, working with the old you, like working with the you from five years ago, you know, the you from, depending on your situation, how old you are, yada, yada, the you from 10 years ago, right? Um, versus working with strange shit you don't understand. I think this is one thing I really wanted to get in with you because I think it's one of the, I mean, it's obviously one of the keys to, to your success so far. Um, I think anyone that's successful, it's kind of like, you always kind of find this story in some way, shape or form, right? That it's sort of, you know, I had this problem and fuck it. I just went out on my own and solved it. You know what I mean? I solved my own problem from the past. And I think that like SaaS, as far as SaaS goes, that's the only way to make a successful SaaS. If you're solving your own problem, there's so many people that go out there and try to like solve a, a problem for a lawyer you know, or, a, or a, a fucking accountant, you know, and they're not an accountant and they're, you know, getting that customer feedback doesn't make sense and nothing. They, they, they're guessing too much. And yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious kind of like what, you know, your thoughts of selling, because a lot of folks are going out there. I know there's a lot of opportunity in the, in the boomer world. I don't know how else to call it, but these, these baby boomers obviously have money. They're running successful businesses. There's guys running trash businesses, guys running, you know, plumbing businesses that are doing, you know, seven figures, eight figures a year. Um, but you know, working with the old you and it goes back into your genuine, you know, nature of the, of the semi-personal brand, the whole thing. I'm curious, kind of like rounding that out, um, with, yeah, just kind of like your success with working with that old version of yourself or with solving your own problems. Yeah. It's really interesting. Cause, um, I mean, someone can come up and they can be like, real, what's the best way to market research? And I really can't give you the best advice because I have <laughs> exclusively sold things to past versions of myself where it's like, yeah. I sit here and it's like okay i i built the instagram agency and then like that died and then i just sold as a service what i was otherwise doing anyway right and then i made cold email mastery which was selling to other replications of myself right and then i made the software which was selling to other replications of myself and then me and andre and Dan and Christian made the coaching program, which is selling to other replications of myself. Which is coming out today, by the way, at, at the recording of this uh, podcast, November 3rd. Coming out today, that coaching program. Yeah, yeah we're only that. 10 people, though. So, <laughs> only 10 people. Yeah, yeah, you better be a, a damn hustler, man. You better be ready, <laughs> ready to jump in. Boot camp. Yeah, but... So, oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's It's... A kind of when so like if someone say like comes into the coaching program and they're kind of like well i don't know what niche to work with and basically what i would be like is just okay tell me everything you have done ever and then they're just gonna walk me through the entirety of their life story in, in like the same fashion with which i presented mine to you earlier right i need to know what you know how to do i need to know what you've done right and then i'm gonna cross reference that with the conversations I have had, because I'm I'm talking to like 10, 20 people a day on Twitter. Like I'm getting a ton of messages. I respond to the messages and I just know the shit that's going on, 
right? So I can kind of cross-reference that like, oh, you do this. Let's switch this up a little bit because I know there's this issue within this market, right? And you are uniquely, uniquely positioned to work with this one because I know you've done this, right? So it's like yeah. everyone's kind of different and you kind of have to sit and because my journey is like four years long, right? So it's like if you're sitting here and you're trying to hit like you've never made like a $15,000 a month ever in your life. Maybe you sit at like 3K and you're trying to get to 15. It's like it took me like two years to do that. So it's like yeah. hopefully given like exact direction from me, Andre, Chris, Christian, and Dan, it's like we can do that in like 90 days instead. Yeah. It's basically the same shit over and over and over again, but we've already personally done it. So it's like you just have to follow the directions. Well, it's clarity, man. It's clarity. I mean, it's so hard. You know, when you're at that like 3,000 a month, man, I mean, I, you know, I, I know that struggle, man, because you're just trying to find clarity. You're like, you know, everyone's going, you need a good offer. You need this. And you're going, Fuck, you know, I'm just so overwhelmed with like all this information and all these ideas I have and all these things, right? So having somebody just, I mean, just having some accountability and somebody there to give you some clarity and go, dude, that idea is fucking stupid. And you go, oh shit, that idea is stupid. Jesus Christ. I, I you know, thank you. You know what I mean? Just that, like mm -hmm. that thing right there can just tip you off and like you're, you're, you just start snowballing. You know what I mean? You just start yeah, flywheeling out. It's super frustrating when you're a beginner, particularly if um, if you you decide upon some offer and say like you're gonna okay I'm gonna go test this out I'm gonna send some cold emails and see if there's interest and you buy the domain and you warm it up for two weeks you get all the leads wrote all the first line you start sending the emails you sent like 200 emails you're like oh maybe it's the script and then like you change up the script it's like oh it's still not working well is it is it the deliverability is it my landing page. And it's like you don't know which component it is. Like, is it the offer? And you like you don't know what it is that's wrong, right? And yep. that takes a long time to understand, right? Because I can I could get someone could give me like a breakdown of everything that's happening, and I'll just be oh no, it's that. Just do that. Like, yeah. And yeah. You don't know that when you're a beginner, though, because like you just don't have sufficient experience. You haven't been subjected to enough instances of the same thing over and over. That's right. I mean, it's just the power of like, it's the power of having some guidance and some community in the situation too, man. I mean, it's just like, you know, I know for me, I had like 10 years of shit or, you know, eight years of shit where I was, I was just like doing fucking anything that flew to me just because it was like, I, you know what I mean? I had no guidance. Like I'm all alone. You know, when you're a freelancer, especially you're just like sitting in a room, you know, you're just like, Fuck, I mean, I just got to get the work done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, good God, you know, and getting outside of yourself, having somebody outside of yourself and somebody who has experience doing shit like you do, uh, like Andre does, you know what I mean? Like all you guys do. It's like being able to just get, you know, it's just being able to ask a damn question and get a damn answer that's not like, yeah, the, the, the deliverability, man, that's the funniest question I hear is the de deliverability. It's like, good God, man, like, don't don't worry about deliverability. It's, even almost, if it's, like, it's almost never your deliverability. <laughs> it's almost never that. And, you know, and it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's it becomes a cop out, I think, at some point. And when you're just all alone, you start copping out. It's a micro optimization. It's like, yep. listen, there's, there's, it's like changing a button color or some shit on your landing page, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's, it's like you changing the button from red to blue isn't going <laughs> to make you make an extra 10,000 next month. Like, it's not. No. It's, it's like, Maybe, maybe for like Sears or like fucking, you know, I don't know, like JC Penny or some shit, maybe yeah. that would work. But yeah. Um, yeah. And that's a funny thing too about the information overload out there. You know, it's like, it's just, 
there's so much complex information. You can go to conversion Excel and like nerd out for five hours on just like conversion optimization, but you didn't actually like learn anything actionable. Whereas, yeah, go ahead. You know what the, 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 the primary thing that is wrong with a lot of people like they're trying to sell on, they're trying to sell something and it's, they have, they don't look at their operation from a third person perspective. And I'm going to give you an example of this. Say someone, they write a cold email and it like looks like an ad and it's just, it's so obnoxiously written and like this, like you need to have the social awareness of like what you would otherwise write. And like, like imagine it's a letter, you wrote the letter to this person, right? So it has yeah. to read as if it's a letter, right? You're right. speaking directly to a singular human. So write it in that tone, right? And then additionally, right. It's they'll, they'll just like not have a website either. And it's like, all right, all right. So wait, I'll go to these guys and I'll, 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 I'll be like, let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. You're going to write this shitty cold email that looks like a mask. Like it looks like you're scamming. Like it, it legit, like you, they copy the setting yep. domain and they go to a site and like, it goes to it doesn't redirect anywhere it, just, it doesn't exist or it's yeah. like they go there and there's like no https ssl it's like <laughs> it, yep. google gives them this is an unsecure site and there's like it, it's it looks like shit. It, they don't yep. see your face like there's there's nothing and it's like what are you and i go to them and i break this down for them clearly i'm like if you got this if this happened to you what do you do and then it is only when I just tell them that, like, this looks scammy as shit. Send this email to yourself. Go with what yep. you would logically do. Like, it looks like you're about to get scammed. Like, yeah. that's why this isn't working. Like, go exactly. with a third-person perspective. Like, understand what's happening. And, and man, you know, yeah, you said the letter. I think, you know, the one the one I always like to use is, is being in person at a trade show because I used to go, I used to do work with companies where, you know, manufacturing companies and shit. We have to, you know, go to the trade show and I'd be like checking the trade show booth, making sure everything's cool and shit. But I'd be hanging out at these trade shows and I'd see, you know, that interaction and it's like, yeah, you, you need to write a cold email. Like you're walking up, yo, hey, what's up, Daniel? Hey man, I got this idea for you. You know what I mean? I'm curious if you have a second that we, we could speak about it real quick, you know? It's like so personal and you know you have to feel that nervousness right like that you feel when you're like in a new place with new people and it, it's like exactly what you're saying you need to really put yourself in the shoes of like man this isn't just some like weird i don't know this isn't some hack you know that you could just like send these things out and you get clients right it has to be has to be genuine um and back to the info product thing i really think you know you really laid out a nice blueprint and anybody listening i think you know take take this to heart because one thing, and I want to get your experience on this, is that I've noticed is that when you're teaching stuff, no matter how simple it is, because obviously imposter syndrome can kick in, you can go, you know, you can lose that confidence real quick. I have in the past a million times and been like, damn, you know, it, this is so simple. Why would I teach this? Right. You know, but then you realize that, like you said, in that circle, there's people that, you know, they don't know what you're talking about. And that going from like an info product into a service, especially when you're getting started, um, is so brilliant, man. And I kind of want to get your experience on sort of like, I feel like when you're teaching, you actually learn more. You, you actually enhance your, you become a better whatever it is you're doing. You know what I mean? By teaching, by throwing that knowledge out there and by talking to more people. And yeah. um, for people that are just beginning, I think it's like, 
you just got to do this, man. And I, I want I want to get your kind of insights on that. Yeah. So let me uh, let me let me help some people who might feel some kind of imposter syndrome. Um, say yeah. say what you're what you're like gonna teach or show or do is like incredibly simple to you. And we'll just use Cody Moss as the example. Sure. Right? So sure, let's, sure, sure. let's say we're selling Cody as a service, or we're selling um we're selling a Cody course, right? So our target market is people who don't code email, who've never code email, right? So now you might be thinking like, oh, well, what if there's like a, a cold email pro and they like buy it and like they didn't learn anything and they, 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 they asked for a refund and it's like, okay, okay, let's solve that problem. Let's put on the landing page. Who is this for? Yep. People who have never got a client with cold email, people yep. who don't know how to run a cold email campaign. Now you have instantaneously solved that problem in two seconds, right? Yep. This is for people <laughs> who don't know how to code email. If you know how to code email and you are a code email pro, this is not for you. So simple simple. that. <laughs> yep. And if you want to go next level and teach the cold email pros, right? You have the button. Are you a cold email pro? Go to this page. You're on the wrong page, bro. Mm -hmm. Go to this page. So no, that's amazing, man. That's really helpful. I think for people, man, like just, you got to get started, man. You got to get started and teaching no matter how early you are. I mean, if you're just beginning, obviously you need to go out there and throw that spaghetti and get, get your hands dirty and all that. But I feel like if you're at that point where you have a skill, you need, you need to start teaching it immediately. And I think it's a, it's a mistake I made and, and continue to make, man. It's just like, that's, that's the first thing you should be doing is making content and something that I've learned recently, making content and being able to write and being able to speak about what you're good at is just so huge. There's people out there that can't do that, right? Like they can't, they're, they're not an expert. You're an expert if you can write and speak about the thing you're doing. I think yeah. at the end of the day, this is uh this is uh like in terms of like outbound regeneration, like cold email, cold LinkedIn messages. Yeah, that's cool. But you need to have, YouTube funnel that into social proof, right? Like I, I got a LinkedIn profile, you post content in your profile, you have a bunch of connections, they recommend you for things, right? You have a Twitter, you got a bunch of followers, yep. and Instagram, you have a bunch of followers, right? Because like it is only through cold email is really cool if like you're trying to get to 10,000 or 20,000 per month, or you or yep. you sell extremely high ticket things like 10k plus, right? That's right. But beyond that, it is time to focus on getting inbound inbound leads right you need to make content yes. you need to have some social profile linkedin and twitter and instagram and like it has to be symmetric with what your target audience is like if you're selling to like mortgage brokers you should probably be on linkedin and not twitter right if you're right, selling to right. people who run agencies or do drop shipping you should probably do twitter right you you need mm -hmm. to meet somewhere you need to post something that's social proof is so important because without it, you you, it's gonna go a lot. It's gonna the path to one hundred thousand dollars a month is gonna be a lot faster. Yeah, you're just yeah. doing out that. Yeah, it's like you'll make money hustling, but if but if you can create, I, and I think of content as assets, right? I mean, in social media, blogs, SEO, all that stuff. I mean, it's not hard. Like people make it, people make it complicated so that they can charge a lot of money and kind of you know like do their thing with it, right? But in, in reality, all that stuff is just. Man, you're you're working with people, right? Get questions from them. You're gonna get a bunch of questions. Write that shit down and answer the questions somewhere, whether that's on 
social media, uh, do it on all those platforms if you want to, right? Like do, do, do that. So, and I think that's something that's uh, a big mistake a lot of people make is that they don't focus on that from the get-go because also the cold emails will make a bigger, it's like you're saying when you type in the URL, are you getting the security certificate uh, that this is a malicious site? Are you, what are you seeing when you're like copying and pasting that URL? If you're seeing some authority ass shit where you're talking yeah. about this subject and ruminating on the future of the industry and you're, you know, whatever, like hosting a podcast, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, you're active in the place, right? It's a, it's a totally different, you don't look like you're going to get scammed. I love how you said that. You're not, you don't look like you're going to get scammed because 99% of your cold emails look like a damn scam. Um, so I want to back up a little bit real quick. And I think, you know, we're getting to the end of this, but I, I wanted to talk to you about social media for a second, because you just mentioned it. I think, um, you know, you, you are exceptional at social media, uh, from my, from my standpoint. Um, I'm curious about your social media strategies, how you've grown your influence on social media and just kind of your journey on social media and any kind of tips that you can, you know, give folks because, uh, yeah, that is one weak part. I'm, I'm, I'm like an old man. I'm only 10 years older than you, I think, but I'm a, I'm a goddamn old man when it comes to social media. So I want to, I want to soak up some game, uh, from the man doing the social media, uh, really effectively, which, which you are. Yeah. So I think, um, there's 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 basically only one thing i do that actually drives the needle it's a long-term play and i knew i was going to do it from the very beginning and it is that i'm going to reply to people particularly people who bought my course because it's very interesting to me that people will message me and like they'll be like hey man i bought your course and i uh, like i went through and i did this and i did this and i did this and i i'm really having trouble with this like i, I have to figure out how to do this and then I'll reply and be like, oh, well, what you want to do uh, is actually go here and do that and then that and then this and which will lead you to that. And I'll, I'll give like a detailed answer of like what to do. And they'll be like, yeah. oh, shit, bro, thanks so much. I didn't know. I didn't think you'd reply. This is so awesome. And I'm like, you didn't think I'd reply. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Like people, yeah. People, people who sell courses, like they normally don't reply. Like they just like take the money. And I'm like, yeah, that's very interesting because now what happens is you respect me for having right. taken the time to do that. And now that is going to offshoot into the into the fact that you are now gonna like, you'll like my tweets, you'll retweet my stuff, you'll send my stuff, you'll pay attention to my stuff more. And like that you start to trust me and you like me inherently like that. So it's like, I'm trying, it, I don't know who was who said this. It's like a famous thing. It's like, do the things that don't scale in order to scale. And that's what- yeah. that's, I love it. That's what I figured it's I'd my do. My favorite. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and you're kind of, it, it's, uh, it's like Jay Abraham, you know, I love, I'm like a, I'm like a big fan of Jay Abraham. You know what I mean? I don't know. Have you, have you what listen, read that book and read those guys' books and stuff? I uh, haven't. I've been reading the other copywriting stuff, but I got to read his stuff. He's one guy that I really, really, I think you'll, I think you will love it because it resonates with like almost every, everything you're saying, frankly, like just finding these like channels, finding, you know, and be, his big thing is becoming a trusted advisor. Like, your goal is not to make money. Your goal is not to, uh, you know, I don't know, drive a fancy car. Your goal, not, none of these things is, is, are your goal. Your goal is to become a trusted advisor for your niche, for your audience. And once you achieve that, there's almost nothing. I mean, if you, you can fuck it up pretty quick, easily. But if you're, you know, true to the game and true to being that trusted advisor, there's nothing that can take you you know, you, you, there can be other competitors. There can be, you can just have this little corner of the market and just be that trusted advisor. And it's like the most powerful 
thing you can possibly do basically so yeah, I, agree. I think it embodies that and i think you'll love the guy too because i love i love watching his youtube videos because he'll be doing a seminar and he's like kind of like in this kind of position like chilling in the chair with like a with like a whiskey glass he's like drinking whiskey and sure. people are throwing these questions out like we you know like you're talking about like hey how do i get better deliverability and he's like yeah you just fucking, you know, just send the damn emails, man. Just send the emails. You'll, you'll, you'll get the results, man. You know, he's, he's like also kind of a baller. So anyway, I think you'll, you'll enjoy that, dude. But, um, but yeah, trusted advisor. Becoming a trusted advisor. Super important. Um, cool, man. I think, you know, I, I think we can kind of end, uh, you know, start start wrapping this up. Uh, I don't really want to end it. I think, you know, if you're down to go a little further, we can. I have one more question for you uh, yeah. if, if you're down for that. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. So uh, I had a well. Number one, let's let's go to the future of Cold Email Wizard and and your plans for the future. Let's let's dive into that for a second and just sort of what you see. Obviously, you're tweeting about it. I, I don't I don't want you to have to repeat yourself or anything like that. Go follow him on Twitter, by the way, uh, Black Hat Wizard. Um, yeah, uh, the future of Cold Email Wizard. How do you see this playing out? Where 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 are your goals right now? Obviously, when you started, you wanted to make money. Uh, now you're. I think you're blooming into something that isn't. This isn't just money it's it's also influence there's all kinds of things happening here so i'm curious like where this is going and um what you see for the future man and what your plans are yeah so like what i've been working on now is uh, a while i'm sure you know kevil on twitter uh uh he does seo and mm -hmm. like we've been working with him like particularly on clean leads for a while and he's like doing a really good job and we get a shit ton of traffic from that we get like a hundred visits a day organic yeah and it's like yeah. wow that's a lot so like i've been doing some i've been like uh some optimizations right so like what i've been doing like particularly on the clean lead side is i'm trying to like i have all the software i'm going to do it for every single one of them eventually but i'm just like trying to like work it out right so what i'm doing is i'm making like a three month long email sequence right right and then what, what I did, I got this one guy, uh, Jay, who's an employee of mine, and I put him on a live chat on there. And it's like, okay, well, like we're going to make a pop-up message that appears 10 seconds after we're on there. But like, hey, what kind of business are you running? Like, let me know. I can show you how to scrape emails. Um, I just put a live chat on like the cold email mastery page where it's the same thing. It's like Jay will be a, a little pop-up after 10, after 10 seconds. You'd be like, hey, what kind of business are you running? I'll let you know if this is right for you. Um, and yep. like that's getting good results now. So like I'm sitting there and it's like you come up with this like idea in your head, like an optimization. So it's like, okay, like, yeah, let me try that. And then you do that. And it's like, oh, it increased the results like incremental year. And it's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Now what happens is if I go and I spend money on like cold traffic, and cold traffic, like Facebook ads are super expensive, but like now this optimized in like a much better fashion, what'll happen is it'll it'll work a little better and maybe that'll profit, right? And then you just like grow it and grow it and grow it. And then it's like, okay, all the people from clean leads, I gotta like point them to all my other things as well. And then from all the other people, just that same system we built for clean leads, just like built the same thing for all the other ones. And they all just lead into each other, right? Yeah. And it's like yeah. I got the coaching program with Andre, which is for people who are like it's not for beginners, right? Um, it's it's like you're really trying to scale, you're really trying to get up there, build like like a forty thousand a month agency or some shit. Um yeah. and then like people will funnel into that. And that's a more expensive thing, right? So that results in more revenue. So now what happens is like the entirety of the funnel is just like the back end of it, the LTV becomes larger, which allows you to pay more for front end traffic and beat everyone else, right? So it's, it's all mm -hmm. these just optimizations that like, I've just been building for a year and a half for this particular <laughs> cold email wizard brand. It's like, all right, and now I kind of sit here and it's like, it's kind of fun. So I'm like, well, how big can I get it? 
Like, <laughs> what's the absolute maximum? And then you start to think in terms of like total addressable market. And it's like, well, what's the yeah. max amount of money I can make in this market? And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, oh, it's probably like a hundred million. So I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck else am I going to do with my life? I might as well try to make a hundred million, right? It's, <laughs> there's nothing else to do. So it's like, well, let me just. Or we just do that. You see what I mean? It, it's, a good, kind of goes from, it's a good attitude, man. It's a good attitude. It, it kind of goes from making money to just kind of being like curious and like just playing the game where it's like, okay, like you play basketball. You want to like be really good at basketball. You play all the time. You play football. You want to be really good at it. I play the game of making money and it's fun as fuck. And I want to be really well, do you, good at it. Do you feel like you're, do you feel like you're working? Or have you ever felt like you were really working? I mean, it seems like in the dropship days you were you were you were hustling. But at this point, it seems like you know, and and you know, there's that old quote. I don't know who the hell said it. It's some like you know, uh, just general insightful quote dot dot com. You know, kind of kind of thing or whatever. But uh, you know that that if you love what you do, you're not you're not really working a day in your life. You're just you're just having fun and playing around and fucking with things and tweaking so stuff. I'll give you an example. Uh, like just this morning, I'm making a Notion doc, which is like, it just like shows you how to scrape emails from like using a bunch of different software. And like the function of it is to deliver it to the people who buy my software, send it to them so that they understand how to scrape emails, thus reducing churn and increasing trial conversion rate. Right. So it's like now I'm yeah. sitting here and like, Thinking about the concept of adding that and then being able to see the results of it gives me dopamine. But the actual act of creating that document and filming the videos, that's work. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. Got you. But it's like putting it in and like doing it and being able to see the results, that's dopamine. That doesn't feel like work. That's like, oh, love man. it. I love it. No, that's that's real. And, and also, you know, I have to say it too, man. I mean, you have a big focus on making money, which I think is awesome. Like you're just, again, you're a transparent guy. You're just like, dude, I'm trying to make money. I want to like hit this total addressable market. But what I'm finding too in your, in the way that you're doing it, it's very funny because you are like focused so heavy on building relationships, the live chat, you know, the live chat, you're saying optimization, but really you're adding another layer of, Hey, we're here. We're, we're, we're not a robot. We're down to talk to you here. Like what, you know, you're a person, we're trying to help you. What's the deal. And so it's kind of funny, like, and the non-scalable things that scale, like you said too, it's like, you know, these things are very like, um, again, kind of trade show, you know, writing a letter kind of shit, you know, it's like, you're really, you're, you're like, it's like walking into a store and the guy goes, Hey man, I'm here. If you need any help. Right. And like, it's, it's how does, <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because People might be like, oh, like they might look at some people who make a bunch of money, but oh, you're like evil, I guess you could say. But then, like, you come back to me, <laughs> yeah, and like, someone, might, someone could theoretically come up to me and be like, oh, you're only in it for the money. And it's like, yes, correct. I literally wouldn't do it if it didn't involve money. But the only way to acquire money is to help people solve a particular issue. So it's like, That's how right. exactly is that evil? It's like, if you make the conscious decision to give me money, you have personally by your own will determine that what you will receive is in greater value than the money you gave me. It's like, yeah, we traded something. What you got was worth more than the money. I didn't coerce you into making that decision. If you thought it was garbage, I give you a refund. I've never rejected a refund request for any of my products or services ever in my life, ever. If you get, if you yeah. ask for a refund, you get one, right? So it's like, where is the evil shit in here? Well, it's funny. I used to try to like, you know, ba back in the day, I, I was doing a lot of PPC shit, right? And I was kind of like figuring out niches to do PPC, you know, kind of like paper lead stuff for. And I was figuring out these niches. And one time I went after the insurance niche and 
good God, man, there are some evil motherfuckers out there, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> get in some niches. And this is funny. I talked to somebody about this recently. It's just like, you get in some niches and you're like, God damn, like, I don't yeah. like this, man. This feels dirty. You know what I mean? But, I like, yeah, if you're actually on, helping people. I just saw something on Twitter the other day. Some dude, he's like a financial advisor, and he was like, uh, my client here has like $100,000 of student debt, and super high payments. And then, like, some insurance broker sold him some, like, some insurance that's like 500 a month and he's like this is, we're revoking that right now and it's so we're we're the good guys at the end of the day man yeah I, you wouldn't do it if you didn't make money but goddamn you're helping people and you're and you're you're actually like there speaking to people ready to respond dropping the live chat to enhance the experience all this stuff obviously it correlates to ltv but it also correlates to the happiness of your customers and the completeness of their education in this space and all this yeah, you'll, make stuff, less, so. you'll make less money in the short term but you make way more in the long term no it's all about the long term right and i know you're, you're you're thinking that way so that's great man that was a great future of cold email wizard right there man seo um for big focus on seo i think everybody listening to this Focus on that from the get-go, man. That was that's a mistake that I've made. It's a mistake that all of us have made at some point where we we disregard the SEO in the beginning and we go, fuck, we need to get on that, right? So get on that immediately, man. Backlinks to your friends, like writing content. Also, I want to ask you this really quick, if I if I can if I can even grab you for one more second. Yeah. So as far as writing content for the SEO, are you writing that content? Do you have other people writing that content? Um, what's your thoughts on that? Because I hear a lot of conflicting opinions on that. I have my own kind of opinion on that. And I'm, I'm curious what you think about that content play with SEO and sort of how to go about that. No, I, I let Kevil write all the content for the SEO. Okay. However, like, like on Webflow, we have the CMS and I'll just like make a landing page and like, I, I focus primarily, like I, I am good at like the education side of things. Like, okay, if you're going to stick with using this software, you have to understand how to get maximum results for the software. So I am going to make sure I can do that by educating you like as quickly and as effectively as possible. And I focus yeah. on that. And then that's that's all I really know how to do. I know absolutely nothing about SEO. I just pay him. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, because my feeling always is that like the more genuine that SEO content is, and there's a lot of examples out there, but um, you know, converting just pieces of your course, basically converting any little piece into a content piece, it'll it'll it's just magic. And I think anybody out there, man, like. If you know your craft, like just start writing about it as well, man. And like you can, you know, outsource it later on. But man, that that writing process is so therapeutic, and you learn so much. I think through that process, and I think, uh, you know, through the process of teaching, you become better at cold email. You become better at business. You've expanded into like understanding all these complex concepts. And I want to end this interview by asking you about crypto real quick, because you the yeah. other day you dropped the thing. <laughs> I have a note here called crypto banter. Um, so I want I wanted to ask you real quick because you were talking about uh, some 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 wealthy people shit, which I wanted to just ask you in person about because I love the tweet and um, I was really intrigued that it's just amazing, man. It's amazing to see. You know, I just man, I it, it makes me so happy to see knowledge like this getting out to everybody. You know, getting out to people that are just getting started, people in the intermediate zone, people that are already rich, people that are right. Everybody being able to soak up this game. So you were talking about borrowing on assets, and you were talking about you know. Um, uh, somebody making fun of you, you know, your buddy making fun of you and going, fuck, man, like, you know, having any liquidity is ridiculous. You need to go, you know, yeah. dump that, you know what yeah. I mean? And so I was, <laughs> I was curious if you wanted to ruminate on that a little bit because, man, I'm sorry, like, I'm in that journey too a little bit and I'm like, fuck, I sometimes I don't know what the hell to do and I'm like, damn, you know, it's, it's a crazy thing, man. It's a crazy yeah. thing right now. 
so like the, the concept is like I, I started learning this from some actual wealthy people and i i'm not wealthy yet i, I mean i would consider wealthy like i don't know five mil six mil seven mil, well well like wealth that. wealth is your income it's a ratio of your income and your expenses right yeah, it, it's Mosey, that, yeah. that yeah. armosi yeah. thing i love yeah. when he says that man that shit really got me right so yeah anyway continue man but it's like if you're it's it's if someone if someone has like like 10 million in assets and they want to buy like a yacht for a million dollars well they could sell their assets they could sell a million of their assets but then they have to pay capital gains tax on the assets but if you just take a loan against the assets and you just pay that loan down with your active income then like you don't have to pay the yeah. capital gains tax you see what i mean and as long as the asset is appreciating right yeah, more yeah. than the the uh the interest on the loan right so this mm. was some shit you were dropping and i was going fuck man like how old are you dude 24 24 and you're yeah. dropping this shit and i was just like good god man what a time to be alive man this is just yeah. awesome so you inspired me with that tweet and also dumping the bag into uh into into crypto man was a big yeah, man yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little different there's a lot of like crypto dudes on twitter and they'll like ape the fuck out of like random ass coins it's like yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes they'll like they put in like 50k it goes up like 3x and they have like 150 it's like cool you just made 100 grand but like i'm listen like i'm not fucking doing that like i'm not i'm not yeah. i'm not doing that like i'll i'll put a ton into bitcoin and ethereum and i leave that there but like i'll fuck around with some little coins and like maybe throw like a thousand two thousand at it but it's like i'm not like aping it because i'm not a good trader because you're it, not trading it yeah. goes up it goes up like 3x or 100 percent or whatever i don't know when to sell like i don't so it's like it starts going down i don't know when to sell i just want to buy something and literally never sell it ever yeah so yeah. well you're 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 smart man and i think I'm, I'm i'm personally i'm a big bitcoin guy you know the even the ethereum i don't dip into too much but the bitcoin man i'm like super but same thing man i think you know unless you're trading dude unless you're really ready to go that life man do do that life which is like a whole nother whole nother life right but uh but that's really helpful man i think everybody listening to man once you get that capital going i start investing man good lord almighty it, it helps so much and you'd have to pay the capital gains tax on those little shit coins too man at the end of the day right you say you do 3x and you sell yeah, you pay the taxes and it's a short-term capital gain too, like thirty-five percent or some shit. It's like fucking hell, and they're they're just trying to raise it and raise it and raise it here as as we go. So, so yeah, hot. super smart, man. Well, cool. I'm glad to get some of your insights on all this stuff, man. Uh, I think there's so many takeaways in this. I, I don't even want to try to summarize, but I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast, man, and, and spending some time with me. And um, yeah, man, lots of great stuff coming for cold cold email wizard in the future here. Uh, if you need to learn cold email, you know, and, and get a good methodology going to get your service business growing, all that stuff, he's the man to talk to. Uh, we also mentioned Andre, uh, who, who's from KnowledgeX and stuff, and they're teaming up. Uh, they're doing this coaching program launching today, November 3rd, uh, 2021. Uh, and goddamn, if you are kind of, you know, hitting that wall, man, I we all know this wall, dude. I know this wall so well, you know, you're like doing it, you're hustling it. It's something's working some the trains mm -hmm. kind of chugging but there's like the emergency brakes on and you're like fuck i can't get the fucking emergency brake off right like yeah. it just, it's like being in a car and you're just like i'm just grinding this thing and uh you know get with some some guys like this and just get some insights get some shit going 
um, you know, some accountability and some and some consulting with these guys. And you're just gonna that emergency break will go. And holy shit, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be investing in SaaS as well. You're gonna be selling to the old you. You're gonna be doing all the things that we talked about in this episode. So yep. uh, yeah, blessings and success for everybody listening right now. And Colby, uh, and and Daniel, anything else? Uh, you want to wrap up with, man. Um, obviously, your Twitter handle and all that stuff where people can follow you and all that good good jazz. But um, yeah, wrap it up, my man. Yeah, yeah. Just go follow me on Twitter, Black Hat Wizard with two Ds on the end. But uh, bro, thanks so much for having me. This is fun. Two, two Ds, man. Uh, you ever seen that movie, Idiocracy? No. <laughs> that Mike Judge movie? Oh, dude, you got to write that down, man. Idiocracy. It's Mike Judge. This guy's from Beavis and Butthead, right? Who made it. And uh, and there's this there's this like uh, pimp in the in the story who's kind of a side character named Upgrade with two D's and he goes it's two D's for a double dose of my pimpin my 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 pimpin smoothness or some shit like this uh, so you just kind of maybe you can use that as a tagline later he goes it's, it's Black Hat Wizard with two D's for a double dose of this pimpin man of this of this of this shit all right man. You have a great rest of the day, man. I'm going to go ahead and log off. Thank you for being here, man. Hi, dude. Peace out. Thanks so much. All right. I really hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Always Building. Uh, if you want to learn more about Always Building, our community, our membership group, uh, and uh, exclusive webinars and trainings and discounts on software and all kinds of fun stuff, you know, get help along the journey so you're not all alone uh, in this whole thing, um, go ahead and check out alwaysbuilding.io. That's alwaysbuilding.io. And again, thank you so much. Um, best of luck on your journey. And you just let me know. You can reach out to me uh, on Twitter or via email, alex at alwaysbuilding.io uh, or at always underscore building uh, on Twitter. Okay, thanks again. Have a great one.